T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Um, so I guess uh, Salvi was listening to the show yesterday. Good morning, Salvi. Good morning, Salvi. Uh, we were discussing yesterday, uh, Salvador Perez, someone pointed out to us, uh, was not following the Royals on Instagram. That's right. Yet he was following the Chicago White Sox on Instagram. Mm, started following the White Sox. Started following the White Sox, was not following the Royals. Also was following the Chiefs and Sporting KC. That's right. But that was that but was not it. the Royals. But not the Royals. Right. Didn't scrub his Instagram of nope. anything Royals, Mm-mm. which is the telltale sign of you want out. You want out. Right. Or you, you remove, want a new contract. When you remove everything that has your current team on there. Uh, but apparently he was listening. Yeah, congratulations. I'm glad he, he was. He sent an Instagram post yesterday that says, I love my teammates and my fans. See you soon. Season 2023 with so a few emojis. Teammates and fans. I love my teammates and my fans. Okay, good. See you soon. Season 2023. Okay, cool. All right. I like that. And from what I understand, he is no longer following the White Sox now on on the Instagram. But yeah. he, I don't know that he picked the Royals back up. As of last night, he still was not following the Royals on Instagram. But he did get rid of the White Sox on Instagram, right? Correct. And, Correct. And, and you and I talked about this yesterday. What could this possibly mean? He doesn't need a new contract. He just got a new contract. He's This is a contract that will probably take him to retirement. So when you do stuff like this as an athlete, what's the motive here? And the motive I was is probably just questioning relationships yeah two of his very steady relationships in the royals franchise are no longer there that's exactly right dayton moore and pedro gafal and pedro gafal is his brother for all intents and purposes like his brother and he's now the manager of the white Sox, and dayton moore is you know on vacation so we've got um a situation where he unfollows the royals and then follows the white Sox. of course that's going to put up you know, red flags. And so you start to think about, you know, the future here in Kansas city. And I I've said now for the better part, probably about a year and a half or so, the best interest of the Royals for the overall organization is to trade Salvador Perez. And of course, you know, you, you meet me with, you know, disdain, the text line meets me with disdain yesterday. When we kind of, you know, talked about this, there, there were more people that I thought that were in favor of trading Salvador Perez. And 
I think you have to trade Salvador Perez this offseason. I, I still believe that it is the right move for this organization to move forward. You have shown that you're changing things up. You're in a rebuild mode. You know, you, you need to jumpstart this thing. And Salvador Perez is the most valuable trade chip that you have in your organization today. And you, so, okay, I, I do want you to explain that because you, you, you said that yesterday and it did get me thinking. Why, why do you, I don't think he's the most valuable. Who do you think is? I think you, I think Bobby Witt would be the most okay, valuable. That's fair. Okay, okay. If you're going to actually do it. Yeah. But you're not going to trade him. No, you're, yeah. you're probably not. Yeah. Uh, but, what are you looking to get out of Salvador Perez in a trade? Because you're going to be asking somebody to take on a pretty pitching. big contract. Pitching, yeah. So you're expecting to get something of value back in return. Yeah, oh, God, yes. And I yeah. will I will counter then try to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You might not be able to get any of that And back. And, and th- that's fair. And I heard nobody's calling the Royals right? for Salvador Perez I mean, today. Like, that that may like change. To, I but... would like to trade in my old car for a new car. Right. For the same amount of money, mm-hmm. like it doesn't. It, you know, I, it sounds great on paper. Right? Can I do it? Um, you're so you would want Salvi to be part of, say, a a quote unquote blockbuster That's trade, right. which would bring back something of value somewhere else. Not looking for a hey, you will unload this contract, give us back a couple of a ball. Pitchers, oh God, no, no, no! Right? This is a blockbuster so, trade. It would yeah. have to be something of that value to bring something clearly needed and valuable in return right. and not a dump. Right, exactly. This, no, I'm not looking at it to dump salary. I would be very disappointed with the Royals if they were using it to dump salary when they just got $30 million from ESPN each team did, right? Because they sold the rest of that MLB thing. So every team has got an influx of $30 million in cash. Teams in Major League you Baseball that, like, are not. direct deposit? Cash think? poor. I think it does and it has to go right to payroll. So no, I'm not looking for this as a payroll salary dump. I'm looking for ways to get better as an organization. And sometimes you have to give up something that you love in order to get something back in return. And I, I address the folks who don't want to trade Salvi. You're all the same folks who didn't want to trade Whit Merrifield when his value was really, really high. Then you end up trading him and he goes to Toronto. What I don't remember what we got. Nothing. Kept them, got nothing for him. You missed that window. You didn't want to trade Soria, right? Didn't want to trade Soria at all. Kept him way too long. I mean, I did once, back in but return. It, was, it was way, 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 way later. But it's, but it's the same thing. Okay, well, great. We got a closer. We're still losing 95 games, sure, right? Yeah. Great. We got Salvi. We're still going to lose 90 games next year. There's no question about it. You didn't want to trade Haas, Moose, or Kane after the world championship, right? And quite frankly, that would have been a hard pill for all of us to swallow, but it would have been the right move to continue the cycle of, you know, doing this organization, try to, put you on a better path. try to put you on a better path and moving forward. The one that also nobody wanted to trade was Zach Ranke, but they did. And what did that Zach Ranke trade do? It built a world championship team here in Kansas City. It got you Lorenzo Kane. It got you Alcides if Escobar. You, and if you got me something of that ilk, because those guys were, well, one in the majors or really close. Sure. Right. Had had a cup of tea in the yeah. Not four years away type people. Right. Those were like immediate impact or soon to be impact guys who were young players that were part of their core, right? Frankly, mm-hmm. and they moved like they were closer to actual fruition. Right? If you give me some of that. I'm I I am intrigued. Yeah, you, but and, and that's what it has to be a Zach yeah. Ranky type of trade. And then you were able to take Jake Odorizzi, spin him off, and get Wade Davis and James Shields back in return. And from what I understand, when that deal was going down, I heard the story a while ago. The analytics department didn't want the Royals to go out there and make the trade for Davis and Shields. The analytic people were against it. And the Royals were like, no, we got to make this trade. We got to get these pitchers in here. We got to help this organization.
organization move forward. If they listened to their analytic folks back then, no chance they were making that well, trade. Well, I think the, the, yeah, the analytics would have told you the guy in the minor leagues who hadn't been in the major leagues yet was going to be. A yeah, blah, 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 right, right. Yeah. 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 So, so the analytic folks were against the Wade Davis yeah. trade. They were against the James Shields well, trade. And from what, I under, right. from what I understand, they were also against the, the, the Zobrist and Cueto trades, too. And yeah. so, yeah. So, so when the how would that have worked out? Right, how would that have worked out if you didn't get Zobrist and Quaid? You didn't. Yeah. Win, you're not if winning you, a World Series. So yeah. <laughs> and you would have had, you know, some John Lamb or whoever so the hell. Tell it me was. the numbers. The numbers people would have told you don't get Wade Davis, right? Don't get James Shields, right? Don't get Johnny Quaido, right? And don't get. Ben Zobris. Ben the, the analytic people in the Royals organization no, at that time were against anything. those trades. I don't think they'd have won anything with that without right. making those moves. Right. They were pretty they, sure. Yes. They were against those trades. The analytics department yes. were against those trades. And so that's why I think right now you, you, you can't really pay attention to that. You got to look and see what you're going to get back. And, you know, yesterday we talked a little bit about, you know, keeping the players and, that, and Dayton Moore was always big about, I got to give somebody for this organization's fans to go out there and see, right? I want people to go out and see Whit Merrifield play and see Salvador Perez and see these guys play. And I think that's all well and good, but Dayton's not here anymore. And so this organization needs to, to they got rid of Dayton for a reason. You can't do the things that Dayton did. Otherwise you would have kept Dayton more around, but you did, you booted him to the curb and you're starting anew, and you've got to refresh things a little bit. And so if you're thinking, well, Dayton wouldn't have done this this way, you've got to get out of that mindset. You can't think about what Dayton would have done because if Dayton would have done it, he'd have been here still. Um, and the other thing is, like, people are like, well, we'll go watch these guys play. I, I, I call BS on that because Salvi played this year, and the Royals had their lowest attendance since 1975. So for the folks who say, well, we got to keep him to go out to the ballpark, you're not going with Salvi there. You're only going if this team wins. And the best opportunity to move forward with this team winning is, is a Zach Greinke type trade for this organization involving Salvador Press. That's just the way it is. We check in on Chiefs Bengals, Brady back to New England. Excuse me. And Mayo on hot dogs with Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio next. This is Fesco in the morning. Preferred two to one over other competing dentists. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Time for our weekly chat with Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio. Of course, you can hear him overnights right here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by The Landing in Liberty. And Ben, as you know, as we know, the Bengals have become kind of that kryptonite. How did the Chiefs overcome that kryptonite on Sunday afternoon? Yeah, I did the point. I was gambling. I was looking at the point spread, guys. I'm like, that's a pretty small line. And I do think the Chiefs will win this weekend. But can you really have real hate for the, the Bengals? They've been such a, I know they're, they've been good recently, but they've been such a dumpster uh, for, for so many years. It's like my entire life. I I think I remember four or five times my entire life, the Bengals have been good and, and every other year they've been bad, but listen, the Bengals have played better lately, but I, I think that the chiefs match up pretty well here. And it's going to be one of those games that's decided in the fourth quarter, like pretty much every NFL game is decided. And so, do you have more confidence in the Chiefs' defense stopping Joe Burrow or Mahomes making a play late? I think most people would say you trust Mahomes will make a play. Maybe the Chiefs' defense will, will crumble uh, late in the game. But you want to have the ball obviously last and all that mumbo-jumbo we say about everything. But Mahomes has been you know such a such a bulldog late in these games. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you bet against him. Your would-you-rather portion of it, totally agree with. You say you haven't seen the Bengals win. We've just seen them win twice, and that's enough. Well, no, I, I get that, right? I mean, and, and you guys are so spoiled that the Chiefs rarely lose, right? So it's like, wait a minute here. This is, this is bizarre. And those, those orange helmets, the, the, the weird – the weird helmets and all, all that. More importantly, do you have your food choices lined up, Josh, for for Cincinnati? Have you have you thought about the the food choices this weekend? Have you see? I would I would like to try the chili because I haven't, and 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 then everybody here says don't. It either stinks or don't because you're going to Cincinnati. Ignore them almost. So I'm pretty much being shamed into not trying it. Yeah, I've only been to the airport in Cincinnati. I've not tried the local fare, although yeah, I could have eaten it at the airport, but I have not heard good things about the chili. So I and plus, I don't know how your stomach is. You you don't want to be working on the sidelines and having to run to the porta potty. There that is that. It's yeah. <laughs> a valid consideration. <laughs> have you discussed the mayonnaise on the hot dog with Josh, though, yet? Speaking of food choices, I don't know if he's shared this story with you, Ben, a, a connoisseur of the of, of the tubed meats, but uh this guy put mayonnaise on a hot dog because there was no mustard, there was no ketchup, there was no relish, and he felt like he had to have something, so he mayoed it. And how how did it turn out? Did you enjoy the the mayonnaise? I didn't. I, I have to say I didn't hate it. I'd have to say if yeah. the situation presented itself again where that was the only condiment or a dry hot dog, I would go back to the mayonnaise on the hot dog again. I have a fun mayonnaise on a hot dog story. Uh, the There was an NBA player. No, true story. I, I, back when I covered the NBA a lot, I was in the visiting locker room in L.A., and there was a guy named Marcin Gortat, I believe was his name, from Poland. And his pregame meal consisted of two hot dogs and roughly eight to nine packs of mayonnaise that he put on 
the hot dogs, which I, 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 I was told by somebody else. I, I heard this secondhand that that is what in Poland, that's like, that's what you do. So, and I've he never, grew to be how tall? Oh, he's big. Like, like a zoo animals named after him in Poland. The guy's like a, he's an emperor in Poland. See kids, see kids, yeah. put, put the mayo on the hot dog. Well, you mentioned Ben, uh, Josh, going back to the mayo on the hot dog is the, uh, is the Patriot Tom Brady relationship going to come back together again? That's a great talk radio topic, by the way. I don't care if there's any truth to it. I love this story. No, I buy it. So my guys in Boston, they've been, they swear up and down the Holy Bible that the only reason Brady left the Patriots was because of Giselle. She didn't want to live in Boston anymore. She was nagging him. She didn't like the cold weather. And then she like turned Belichick against him and said, you know, Belichick doesn't respect you and all that. You know, you need to be respected. And uh, that they believe this to, it can't possibly be that they hate each other. But I actually buy the I buy that. I think there's something to that, that, that this had been a, uh, a relationship that was going down. Uh, you know, usually when somebody gets divorced, it's not one thing it's a number of things that lead up to that right when you've been in a relationship for a while so it totally makes sense that she didn't like boston she was bugging him he went to tampa now she's out of the the equation the patriots don't have a quarterback still and so why not complete the circle go back to the patriots and play another five years the way the way he's going but uh why not how would they get this done do you think it's a straight up trade or he just, I don't know, somehow yeah. just gets his way out and goes there. And then what, I guess Miami's well, now yeah. with Tua playing well, Miami's now out of the picture. <laughs> well, they, they can send Mac Jones down to the Seven Eleven to buy some ice cream and then Brady can sneak in the, uh, the, the back and then, and they take, they'd have to, they'd have to finagle, change his key card. Yeah. They'd have to finagle the, the salary cap and, but they, you know, the Patriots are always pretty good about that. And I'm a, I'm a salary cap truther. I, I believe it's all, made up funny money you know it's, it's it's like in any business if you want to get rid of someone you say in our business you know it's the bottom line but in their business it's the salary cap but if you want to keep someone you find a way to amazingly come up with the money and you can you move bonuses around and you change things up you you find a way to get it done if there's a will there's a way i believe that whether it's brady going back and the great example of that guys in recent years remember carson wentz when he signed the contract in philly they said there's no way they can the eagles can get rid of that contract jared goff when he signed with the la rams they said there's no way the rams can get rid of goff and they did that both teams wentz is on his third team since then goff's going to be on his third team next year when he leaves the lions and they gave up a bunch of draft picks and all that. And that's, you can do it though. Denver just heard you, Ben. Actually, the, the Broncos <laughs> just, they just said something to America. I heard, heard Ben. Thank, thank you for reminding us we can do that. The, uh, yes, I, I was not invited to Russ's birthday party. I might, I might have shown up, but it is geographically undesirable for me to attend Russ's birthday party. And who invites everyone at work to their birthday party? Did I, you know, you guys, you're big morning guys. Do you guys invite the entire radio station to come to your birthday party? Come on. Well, I think if, if you're on the Denver Broncos, man, you get invited to this. You got to at least do a swing by and pop in because you know there's going to be boatloads of shrimp. There's going to be pastor d'oeuvres. There's going to be somebody with a tray of cocktails. Like, I'm going for the what could possibly happen here? What's going to be the story? What's going to be the big entertainment aspect of this thing? Is somebody going to fight? Is this Purnell going to you know confront him at the party? Like, I'm thinking along those lines. 
plus back to the there's going to be wheelbarrows of shrimp at this thing. <laughs> well, the food aspect, but but they live in a world they're surrounded by the greatest meats and the greatest uh, foods you can possibly have. That's their world. Like we don't live in that world. Like for them, that's just a Tuesday. You know, that's just a random day of the week. Uh, and I do believe in the philosophy and I do a lot of things now that I didn't do when I was younger because I'm an introvert, but I do believe it's all about the story. And, you know, just to go there, maybe Russell be do, you know, do some make some dumb TikTok video and you can be in the back of it and see how he does it and all that stuff. Uh, but it's also, listen, as an adult, you got things going on. Maybe Russ lives on the other side of town. You don't want to drive across town. There's traffic. Uh, maybe the weather's not great in Denver. Uh, there's many reasons. And I know my wife, my wife throws all kinds of parties, which I hate, by the way, I have to, you know, I have to go along with it. And, you know, people say, oh, I'm going to show up. And then they don't show up at the last man. I mean, it happens all the time. So I thought a 50% turnout rate was, was about what you'd expect for that many people. Oh, absolutely. Listen, look at this country with elections to get people to agree to do anything. Right. And how many people show up to vote for elections? And that's more important, you would think, than Russell Wilson's birthday party. Talking with Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio. A lot of quarterback news. Nobody showed up to Russell's birthday party. You've got the quarterback in Green Bay saying, well, you know, maybe it is time for Jordan Love. I wouldn't hesitate that. Patrick Peterson's calling out Kyler Murray. And Lamar's going scorched earth on Twitter. It's a great week for the quarterback position in this league. Well, I don't know about that. It's good for us. And we'd like to keep it coming. Uh, these guys have been wonderful. Uh, love Lamar Jackson playing the victim after he sent the comment out and then blamed the reporter uh, for making a big deal about it. Uh, that's uh, that's entertaining. The Kyler Murray thing, like I kind of feel bad because I was the only one ripping Kyler Murray, I feel like, for a while there. And now everyone's doing it. And so now I'm like, oh, man, it's not cool to rip him anymore because everyone's goofing on Kyler because now they've seen the light. And and he he also played the victim card. He sent out a message on social media, Kyler, to Patrick Peterson. Oh, you're just trying to you know Im- improve your podcast. Well, what's the point? They're, every athlete has a podcast. They don't if they don't say anything. Why would anyone listen to them? You know, there's no makes no sense. Of course, he was trying to improve his his podcast. That, that's the equivalent of or you know us. They say, well, you just did that to get ratings, or if you you just did that to sell books. Of course, that's how it works, dummy. Come on. No doubt. No doubt, man. That's the business. Welcome to it. Ben, we appreciate the time as always. Enjoy uh, the U.S. taking on Ned this weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Go. I say go, Ned. Go. But no, go down, Ned. All right. Thanks, guys. Ben Maller with us here on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by The Landing in Liberty. For just a second there, I was thinking, do you think Ned knows the U.S. is playing Ned? Not a chance. Not a chance. No okay. chance. Right. No. Right. Do you think Ned knows the World Cup is going on? Probably not. World Cup of what? Yeah, exactly. See, I think a cool bit would be just to call Ned randomly and go, hey, what do you think of this? And him have no idea what it is and just hang up the phone. Guys, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Guys, click. I'm on the farm. Click. Click. Hey, Ned, uh, baseball is, uh, you know, a year ago today, the the, you know, the lockout started in baseball. If we call Ned and go, how has baseball changed since the lockout? He may say, what lockout? What lockout? Maybe. Maybe. It's okay for Mahomes Burrow to just be Mahomes Burrow. Next. Is it? The home for Legend Bob. Legend Bob, he's an expert on rubbing balls. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, 
you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The debut of Christmas Vacation, which is still an all time classic. I had that on on Sunday when the uh, when the late game started on, on, on NBC and I had it on the other TV. We we're still kind of doing the two TV thing. And I'm like, 24 hours of Christmas vacation is probably because TNT was running like the 24 hours of Christmas vacation, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, I could probably sit in front of a TV for 24 hours and watch this movie for 24 hours straight. I, I don't know that there's many out there that I could do that with. But that movie, even 33 years later, is still just is for the, still like the, so good. The throwaway, just the throwaway lines. That yeah, you go back and and just chuckle at. Yeah, that's exactly I mean? right. Yeah, yeah. Clark had so many of those throwaway lines in in that in that movie, better known as Chevy Chase, and he had a town in Maryland named after him. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know mm-hmm. Chevy Chase, Maryland, and so I, I sure. think it's it's to me. It is the best Christmas movie. I know there's others that are out there. Elf is fantastic as well. People like A Christmas Story. I watch Christmas Story 2, a, a, a Christmas Story Christmas. I kind of like it better than the first one. I thought it was kind of cute. I haven't watched I, that one yet. I, I it's good. It's worth the watch. It really myself is. to getting there. Yeah, yet. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's worth the watch. It's a fun It's a fun little watch. If you got nothing else to do and you want your brain to go to mush and it's the holiday season, watch the movie. Okay. Um, but but I think that's to me, that's the best one. And so 24 Hours of Christmas Vacation, it's also one of those movies, which we all got a lot of, where it doesn't matter where you are in that movie. If you, if you flip through the channel and it's on, you can stop and just pick it up midstream. But I mean, just just everything with the with you know the, the saying of grace and the the dumpers full and, and whatever everything you know whatever it is when it's on versus <laughs> versus going and getting it and playing it is different. Mm-hmm. It just is. You're 100 percent right about that. Like sit like, down, let me I know, watch. I can oh, watch, it's on. I can yeah. watch Christmas Story or uh, Christmas Vacation anytime I want. Right. right through the magic of technology, it's on demand somewhere. Anytime. <laughs> but if it's running on its own, it's better. It is. You go, you'll find it's running on its own. It's already running. It's already playing. Right. It's so much better. But how, how, how like woven into the fabric of American society is bleepers full, right? Like people say that all the time. Like even in your home bathroom, right? People go, oh, bleepers full. And everybody knows what you're talking about. Everybody knows. Don't go down there. Bleepers full. And, and the, the cousin Eddie thing, like I told you this weekend, I'm going to my friend Paul's dressed as cousin Eddie, like empty in that thing. The only thing I haven't been able to find, and I've got the hat, I've got the robe, I've got Tammy from the West and hooked me up with a good robe for this and everything. Right. So I've, I've got all the gear. I just, I don't have a Meisterbrow. 
and he's he's got a can of Meisterbrow, and and that is that is one no, of your. I'll tell you, you can't find it. It doesn't. They don't make Meisterbrow anymore. Not even on I, the internet I, somewhere. I, I, I've looked. I mean, you know, they. Oh yes, buy Meisterbrow here. Then you click on it, and it leads you down a path of nothing. Right. Well, I can't believe they don't. They don't still make it. Well, it's good, but yeah. think of the name of that beer, Meisterbrow. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Like <laughs> the best beer. Like that's exactly. I, I said the bleepers fold the other day. I was driving somewhere over where it stunk. Yeah. And there was a there was a there was a sewage truck that was obviously cleaning out a sewer or whatever. Yeah. And I, I said it to myself. I'm like morning, Good morning, bleepers like, fold. It's all t- always, it always say. Up. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I emptied an RV one time when we were driving the RVs around following KU back 20 years ago. And I remember going to the RV park and emptying that thing. And it, you, you're right. That is disgusting, man. It's gross. Well, it doesn't sound like a fun. <laughs> There's a jackass in a robe, you know. But everybody's got a cousin Eddie that shows up to their holiday events. Like one of my favorite scenes with cousin Eddie is 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 is, is like when you had your key stuck out at Arrowhead, you could have just yelled in the parking lot, "Can somebody come help me?" And somebody would have come over and helped you get your keys out of the car that you got stuck there. Somebody would have known how to you know disassemble your Jeep, and everything would have been just fine. When cousin Eddie is helping Clark carry that chair out to the curb after the cat dies in it, and he's walking out there, I'm, I'm watching. I'm like. Everybody's got Cousin Eddie in their life. Everybody knows who that guy is in their family, and that guy always thinks he's an important cog into everything when really nobody wants you here, right? But everybody's got that guy. Everybody's got that Cousin Eddie. I think I'm that guy in my family. And and I... Just don't forget the shovel. That's right. We didn't take a picture, but uh, the last time we were out in Colorado, we went to Breckenridge. Mm-hmm. And then I'd heard that the Frisco, Colorado Walmart was the was the Walmart where Clark's sled. Oh ended no, kidding! Up. Really? Oh that's really? I go, hey, that's where Clark's sled stopped. Oh <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. So that's so, wild. So it's like one of those weird, random thing, like dumb. Like, oh yeah, I, I want to drive by that place. Yeah, you absolutely want to drive <laughs> it's by just that the place. Walmart. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not. You've seen a million of them, right? It's but it's such it. a pivotal but point like, in the movie. Right, that's yeah. where Clark landed. Okay, but how cool. many of us have also tried to grease? up our sleds too and do that like in in high school we used to go down the front hill of the school on the lunch trays and things like that but you know like in the backyard and things like that used to i used to have the wd-40 and spray it on there thinking you were going to get going real fast never really worked like that no you wish disappointed and i wish i had that food additive to rub on there yeah uh maybe i'm alone in this but i don't care about manning and brady i just don't Mm -hmm. i saw manning and brady it was fine yeah Mm -hmm. it was great it was cool you're still seeing Brady. You're still still seeing Brady. Still seeing Manning. Yeah, but totally um, different ways. Now, I love right? Manning and Beckham too. I mean, that's just me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those commercials are great, by the way, during yeah. the World Cup. Uh, I I don't I I saw it. I, I lived it. Why? Yeah, because that's what we do. It's Mahomes and Burrow. We that's were it. looking for the next Bo Jackson for quite some time. It's just too. Mahomes against Burrow. I'm I'm cool with it just being that. Right. And is, is and Burrow I don't think quite either, honestly Manning or Brady right now? I think either right one Yeah. I mean, Mahomes is probably closer to Manning. Manning right now than, than he is Brady, just and because Burrow's of the titles. Not even close to Brady then. But you know? Then Burrow's like Roethlisberger. Okay. Maybe. Well, right, yeah, he went to a Super Bowl. Had a, had a Super Bowl. Yeah, he like, did. Real early. Real early. So. You're right. But so did Joe Burrow. Even, He's there. Was not that, winning. one Yeah, you're right. You not 1-1, so, yeah. There, it's it's not the same. Right, Why do we have to force it to try to be the same? It's not. I don't, I don't care. But that's that's it is the question of the week. Uh, Mahomes 
no, was no, asked no, no, about no. The yesterday. question of the week is why do you stink in the red well, zone yeah. when you well, don't? Once you got, yeah, once you got past the early that. week. Yeah. Now the question of the midweek on is, <laughs> is this the next Brady Manning? Receiver Tyler Boyd compared you and, and Joe Burrow to the old Brady Manning rivalry. Just when you hear something like that and, and looking at Joe, just what a competitor is he compared to you know you, you guys and your little rivalry here? Yeah, I mean, I have a ton of respect uh, for Joe. I mean, he's a great, great football player, but he's a competitor. Like you said, I mean, those are the guys that win in this league are guys that compete. Um, and so, I mean, I, 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 I hate to compare to Brady and Manning because they won so much and put up so many stats. And I feel like that's something that you do at the end of your career when you, they look back and see all the success that you have. But I know I'm, it's just like a lot of these guys. I know I'm going to play this guy for a long time. He's a great competitor, so he's going to be a great football team. Uh, for a long time, and we're going to have games like this. And so uh, I just try to go out there and win the week, um, and I know he does the same, and uh, we see what happens at the end of the week, and you move on to the next. Thank He's you, Coach Kleiman. He's going to go win the dang day? <laughs> but I'm I cool go with win that. that dang hey, week. He's yeah. really good. I'm just... I- they're not in that re- neither one are in that realm. Right. But I don't think there's a likability between Joe Burrow and Pe- and Peyton Manning and Patrick Mahomes like there is between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen and Patrick well, Mahomes like genuinely like yeah, right. They genuinely point. like each other and respect each other. I don't know that these two guys genuinely like each other. They clearly respect each other, but I don't know that they truly like each other like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes do. Uh Burrow, for his part, says Mahomes is the best. Which quarterbacks do you watch on tape around the league, and what do you think of Patrick's game? I mean, he's he's the best right now. Uh, he's been playing the best all year. It's fun to watch him play. He does it a lot of different ways. Uh, there really hasn't been a lot of people like him come through come through the mm-hmm. game. So and Patrick go. Mahomes just moments ago was named AFC Offensive Player of the Month. Even with those dreaded red zone throws. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They didn't take into consideration how he stalled in the red zone. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, congratulations, Patrick Mahomes. Checking another box on the uh, on the great season. He, he is the offensive player of nice. the month nice. for, the, uh, for, the, for the month of November. According to the league, and this comes from Pro Football Talk, Mahomes now has 38 games with at least 300 yards passing in his first six years. That mark now best Hall of Famer Dan Marino for the most games with 300 yards in a player's first seven seasons. Marino had 37. So Patrick Mahomes continues to set records, continues to put up numbers. He was 4-0 in November, throwing for at least 320 yards and a touchdown in all four games. He led the league with 116 completions, 1,426 yards, and nine touchdowns in the last month. Yet people are debating about the red zone. One for six in the red zone in his final game of November. That's why I, I don't understand, like, you know, Ben Maller always talks about, like, micro-casting versus broadcasting. I think if you're focused on the red zone and you're belaboring that point this week, you're micro-casting. You're not broadcasting. You're not taking into account that the overall picture is still glorious. That's why, for me, like, it just it hurts my head when I hear people complaining about the red zone from last week when 34% of the red zone touchdowns are on the bench and Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Michael Hardman. Jay Bankley, Arrowhead Pride post game show will be after the game, of course, on Sunday night, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Bank, what is the key to getting revenge in Cincy? The key to getting revenge, I just heard you guys talking about the red zone. That, that actually fired me up this past weekend. I had a caller that called in about the red zone. It was like, do you know which team in the NFL has more red zone touchdowns? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Right, most. So why don't you call the 31 other cities? 
uh, about the most. Yeah, the most red zone touchdowns. Now, the red zone percentage, not as much. It slipped a little bit. But the most touchdowns in the red zone are scored by the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and the second most are Detroit. So what does that really tell you, right? (laughs) It doesn't tell you anything. Wins and losses are the ultimate thing, Bob. That's it. That's all that matters, Jay. Here's the stat that I care most about, Jay, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Points scored versus points given up. If you dominate points scored, you're going to win games. Always said that. Always said that. At the end of the year, I look at the playoffs. I look at which teams, where they ranked in points scored and points um, given up because those are the only two things that really matter. But as far as revenge on the Bengals, I think it's Jamar Chase. And we'll see how he goes with that hip because I will say this, and back to the red zone, Cincinnati's actually second in red zone scoring percentage where the Chiefs give up the highest scoring percentage in red zone defense. So it's bad red zone defense versus good red zone offense of the Bengals. And it all comes to Jamar Chase because you go back to Mike Williams when, it, when that Chargers game, he goes out of the game, the Chiefs are able to kind of pin their ears back and go after the quarterback, whereas I can because those sacks really came after Mike Williams left the game, so they played a little bit different defensively. So we'll see how effective Jamar Chase is. You would think with that hip injury, he just won't be the same. So I think that's the uh, whole key to the game. All right, Jay, what's going to give the Chiefs uh, the most trouble when it comes to looking at the Bengals right now? I, I, I think Joe Burrow. He's got that it factor, and I know people want to argue, um, you know, the the. Um, Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, all that. I asked Michael Irvin yesterday when I was in with Cody Gold, who would you take out of all these guys? And he goes, Joe Burrow. And I'm the same way. I, I think you got to get to him. you got to rattle him. Now, here's the good news is you can still get to him. The Chiefs have got to get to him and make him feel that pressure because the Chiefs are fourth in the NFL in sacks, and the Bengals have given up the fifth the most amount of sacks. Last year they gave up the most. So it's about getting at the mismatch where the Chiefs, you know, can get to the quarterback in this situation. They've got to be able to do that and really rattle Joe Burrow because I think he is that it factor. Bink, if a Cincinnati chili is wrong, what is the right way to chili? The best way to chili is pretty easy. I mean, it's the way I always do it. It's the chili, Fritos, got to have Fritos. Last time I used the uh, the, the hot Fritos, and that was a nice little experiment. So you got to have the Fritos. you got to have sliced onions. you got to have... Um, jalapenos and you got to have hot sauce that's what they and cheese shredded cheese excuse me that's the perfect chili all right jay i'm gonna throw one more at you 33 years ago today christmas vacation was released in movies have you seen it you know what bob it's funny i was actually at this movie in 1989 uh with my mom and my grandpa and it wasn't until i took my mom to see top gun 2 that we actually went to another movie so we went from 89 all the way till 2022 by taking my mom to a movie but yes I was in the theaters for Christmas vacation. Yeah, I was too. I remember being in the theaters and watching it back when you actually had to go <laughs> to the theaters to see a movie. But one of the greats of all time. We're old Bob. Yeah, we We're are, Jay. God, the last time you went to a movie with your mom. I'm trying to think the last time I went to a movie with my mother. It was 1989, Christmas vacation. It just like, it just like sticks out to me so much because that movie is my, probably my favorite mm. movie of all time. I don't know mm. that my mother ever went in when we went to the movies because she didn't want to pay. <laughs> She made us prop the exit door open. Remember, when you exit the theater, you didn't have to go back out to the front. They had all the emergency exits. She used to make us prop the exits open to the movies, and she would sneak in. I'm kidding. So you guys could sneak in and sneak out? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, also, we went to a drive, and my mother would make us all ride in the trunk so she wouldn't have to pay for us, too. See, I like that. See, it's called saving money. Mm-hmm. It's called growing up in a generation where you learn to save. You did. You really did. Jay, enjoy the Cousin weekend. Cousin Eddie, thanks. For, I mean, Jay, thanks for <laughs> thanks for dropping by. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>
Jay Bakley. Uh, Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show follows the uh, the game right here on 610 Sports Radio coming up on uh, on Sunday night. You know, we mentioned the movie, and so many people are texting in their favorite movie lines, and, and it's like a snowflake. Not one of them is the same. I like this part of the movie. I like that part of the movie. I like when they did this. I like when they – so many great moments, and one of the ones is Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Annika. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. <laughs> I hope I'm not supposed to thank the Rose Bowl uh, for getting us the expanded playoff. Next. Keep listening to Fesco in the Morning. Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. A lot of Fleetwood Mac today. Christine McVie no passing away. We lost another talented musician. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and listen to him and appreciate him more. You do. Yeah. I did that yeah. yesterday. I'm glad you guys had the same thing. I'm glad yeah. I'm not the only one no. sitting around idly on a 2 o'clock on a Wednesday go, man, Fleetwood Mac was really good. No, I think that's, I think that's kind of the natural progression. Someone passes away in the music industry, and you go back, okay, let me listen yeah. to everything let me go back they had. To the like, wow, I, I know more. Or, or you pleasantly find out, like, I know way more of this person than I thought I did. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. yesterday, as, as we were leaving, we were debating Thriller versus Off the Wall. And I think to a man, we all said Off the Wall is a wall. better album than Thriller. You know what I did yesterday? Off the Wall. Absolutely. Off the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't stop thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Come on now. Yeah. Such a great album. Flame it on not the that boogie. Thriller's not a great album, oh. but Off the Wall. I mean, God, Michael Jackson was so good. Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson together were just amazing. Just masterpieces that they put together. God. All right. I grew up in Rose Bowl. I'll call it Rose Bowl Land. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not in not in not in Los Angeles, but uh my sports growing up. The Rose Bowl, honestly, probably bigger than the Super Bowl. Used to be big. Used to be a big deal. Like, I grew up in the era where the Rose Bowl had meat. It mattered, yeah. That was the ultimate destination. Right. You never got there. And then you had the opportunity, and you went skiing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A couple times. So how big was that Rose Bowl for you, Josh? But that was the the ultimate. Probably bigger than the Super Bowl at at that era. Like, you want to get to the Rose Bowl. That's got meaning. Don't expect me to thank the Rose Bowl for getting out of the way this go round. Oh my God. I am. I love college sports, even with its faults and its warts and what have you. You talk about me talking about baseball right now. Yeah. <laughs> all of its warts and all of its faults. I love it. Uh, but yesterday pissed me off. I, well, the Rose Bowl has finally decided to uh, make way for the 12 team playoff. And people were celebrating. And my thought is, why were they in the way in the first place? Exactly. That was my first thought, too. Who? And I don't know the answer to this. They must still all provide enough money. That's the only reason to hang on to this. Mm-hmm. Don't give me tradition, because college sports has crushed enough tradition oh, right God, now yeah. that yeah. none of that should matter. Nobody in college sports should be allowed to use the word tradition. I would like to see the books that says they are the cash cow. Okay. Because other than that, why do we need them? 
We can't find a stadium to put on a game that a television partner will uh, throw out a chunk of money for and, and broadcast. Well, I don't know, Josh. There's a brand new stadium right there in the same town as the Rose right? Bowl's in. There's a and brand so new stadium in Las Vegas. Beholden to to this tradition really makes me angry. I I don't know why you. I don't. I, frankly, I don't know why you need. I mean, if they want to be a part of it, that's great. But you don't rose sugar, orange cotton fiesta peach. You're either with us or you're not. Mm-hmm. So the 12 team playoff is going to happen sooner rather than later because the big or the uh, the Rose Bowl acquiesced and decided, oh, it's okay. We'll get this. We'll get this moved up to 2024. Are you telling so me great. you can't generate the same, if not more, revenue from a 12 team playoff than you can from the Rose Bowl? Like I would think the 12 team playoff would would it, crush yes, what yes, these five bowls yes, or whatever it yes. is generate. Right? I don't know why that they're not understanding this is their product. The college, the colleges. Teams. Yeah, right. This and is your go, product. These you are go, our teams. We're not doing it anymore. Done. You don't need the bowls to have this happen. You right. Go do it on your own. And yeah. Find, the stadiums will trip over themselves to host. Oh my God. Yes. But also, I I'm in the camp. So 12 team playoff is going to happen. It's going to happen sooner. Um, at 24, I think they're saying. Yeah. Under the system, top six conference champions among the 10 active conferences plus six wildcard teams uh, will be in. The top four college conference champions will get buys into the quarters, and then the remaining eight teams will play first-round games at home stadium. Okay, how will they determine okay. who the top four teams are? What if you have five teams that have one loss or five teams that are undefeated? Like we've always done it. the schedule or flip it a coin? Like we have always done it. Guessing? We'll have a committee. And, have a, and, have and, a committee? And, and okay. They'll, they'll guess. And they'll determine it. it. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. I'm fair with that. Right? So you'll have, you, you, might, you might have controversy there if, yeah, if you're doing the pecking order of conferences. It's not like uh, SEC will get number one seed. Uh, Big Ten will get number two seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, they're not going to do it like they're that. They're not going to do it like but, that. Okay. It'll... It might end up being like that, but you know, right. But I would take it one step further. So really you're determining two, three and four because one and two would be big 10 and sec. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> so Ohio state, Ohio Michigan, state, and Alabama, one and two every and year, then the Alabama rest can fill Georgia. Yeah. yeah. They can fight over it. So what's cool is the first round games will be on college campuses. Okay. That's I awesome. I like that. I'm love with that. So there will so, be eight teams, four games on college campuses. Correct. Okay. Eight, nine, five, 12, six, 11, seven, 10. This is, this is actually happening. This isn't your plan. No, this is actually happening. It's actually happening. But, okay. I like that. I'm good. Okay. And then you move to the quarterfinals and that's where it gets like bulls involved and whatever and neutral sites and what have you. Mm-hmm. I, I say, scrap that. Yeah. Get Forget rid of it. it. If I'm a top four seed, you know what I'm getting? Freaking home game. Yeah. Go okay. yeah, because you're, yeah, if you're a top buy. four seed, you get screwed out of a home game. I'm getting yeah. the buy, but I'm also taking the home game. That's my property. Yeah. That's my that's my I've earned that. So the the next round, the quarterfinals are scheduled to go to a combination of the existing bowls plus potential neutral sites. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So that's all these all these bowls can still stay involved. Forget it. I don't I don't care. What do I Alabama, I'm playing my game at home. Right. You're going to come televise it or not? I think you are. Mm-hmm. think it's going to generate a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. it is. I think we're doing that. Mm-hmm. So I would I would play the next round as well on, on campuses. And then you can get, once you get down to four, you can kind of do the then same you can thing. Do the bowls, yeah. They can rotate back in. And I know some of those years where they're out of the rotation, they'll have a non-playoff team. They always want to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. See, is what it is. Those bowls. So... I know I, I want to do a lot of things I can't do. Yeah, there's a lot you of know, things like, I want to do. Yeah. I, I feel like unless you're directly like saying the they are the money, and I don't think they are anymore. I think they were. I don't I don't believe that they are anymore. 
No, you know uh, who the money is, is ESPN I, is I the can, money. I can go generate that money somewhere else. ESPN right now is committed $44.9 billion in rights fees. And if you want to play the, the, then the, the, the semifinals and the finals on neutral sites or bowls like you've done before, like you've done with the four, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. I like the way that the NFL does it. The only neutral site game ends up being the Super Bowl. And if you're a top seed, you continue to play at home. Yeah. I, and, and College... Look, College won't get to that point, but I, I would like him to go. I mean, why won't even, they get to that they, point? They've, though? they've added a round of meaningful games to give to sites. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why, why are teams going? Oh, okay, I'll do this. No, those I'll play this game on my home well, campus. You, you know why? Is because the sites bid. They make money off of the site and off of TV. They're double dipping, is essentially yeah. what they're doing. There is nothing more pretentious in sports, maybe other than Hardo Golf Guy, than the Rose Bowl. Right? I wish. And again, this is more of a sport model than a complete business model. The complete business model would probably tell you go play these somewhere else and make a boatload oh, of God, money. Yes. Right. Right. But if I'm, if I'm the teams involved who control the sport, wouldn't you want to control your game? Like if you told the chiefs all of a sudden that, you know, the second round of the playoffs and the championship game would be at a neutral site and they didn't get control the gate for that. Like, no, we want that. We want the gate and we want our home crowd yeah. and the park. We want to play this game at home. Yeah. We, we want to say we're going to go play at a home. neutral site in the Super Bowl, but up until then, so, we've earned the right to play at home. I, and I understand, again, the money, and, and that's the obvious answer, but in, in a realistic world, in which we don't live in sports, obviously, but in a realistic world, the entire college football playoff would be home games for the highest remaining seeds, and the only neutral site game would be the college football championship that year. Now, I understand there's a ton of money coming in. But wouldn't it be a lot better if you had games in Tuscaloosa or Lawrence, Kansas or Manhattan, Kansas or Columbia, Missouri or any place like that that you feel can be part of this, you know, this 12 team playoff? Having these games on campus does a lot for the universities, too. It showcases your universities and maybe you can get more people to go to those universities. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool to have it like that on, on home at the campuses and have that NFL model. Now, the flip side is they will say, well, with the NCAA tournament, everything's at a, at a neutral site. And I understand that easier to do with college basketball. You can play 10 games in one day in one venue and not have to worry about it. But I think this is football. I think these teams that work their ass off all regular season long, dominate in the regular season. In the NFL, the biggest reward now is to get the buy and to get home field advantage. That should be the same for college football, giving even more meaning than it. And I think the regular season in college football is absolutely the most meaningful regular season in all of sports because every game truly does matter. Now you've got the carrot on top of being the number one seed, being home field advantage throughout up until the championship game, having those games on your home campus. I think it makes your regular season now even more intriguing than it already is in college football. So I'm, uh, we're, we're, we're there. I'm, I'm cool with 12. I think it's great. I, I would just, if I were them, I'd say this is, this is ours. Yeah. I like it. Ours yeah, but, but, take a little control, but they won't Six ten sports radio, KCSP, Kansas city, WDF, HG two Liberty and Odyssey station. What, what's the point though, with like acquiescing all the time to the Rose bowl, like wh- wh- where and what has the Rose bowl done to be the, end-all, be-all when it comes to deciding what college football is going to do. Like, I, I, well, for a somebody long, long has time, to the Bulls provided money. Well, I understand that, but that we're and, not in those times. And now I feel like, well, yeah, but I think we can get the money somewhere by not 
I could take that same game and put it somewhere else and probably still make everybody money. Yeah. As the text line points out, <laughs> Division Two has done this forever. Home games until the national yeah, champion. Yeah. I think Pitt State was just involved in that, yeah, right? They yeah. played at home, and then they went on the road to guess, Saginaw, yeah. Michigan yeah. and played a F- game. FCS does that, too. Yeah. Right? And 1AA and all that kind of stuff. So I I, I think it's great. I, I, and you get more students involved, too. I mean, people forget, like, when you do these games – and, and you have all these off-campus games, it's expensive for fans to go and travel as well. You're giving your fans the opportunity to not have to buy plane tickets, hotel rooms, rental cars, meals, all that stuff that's involved with traveling. You're giving them the opportunity to hop in the car and go to the game and go home that night. And it's more convenient for the fans. I'd rather see a rabid crowd on a college campus Heck stadium yes. than see some stale crowd on oh, a... we're going to play in a dome in Atlanta. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Awesome. Great. No. Oh, no, we're going to play between the hedges in Athens, yeah. and we're going to play in Tuscaloosa, and we're going to oh, play in all these great places. we've got a blizzard in Columbus. Yeah, right? Oh, oh well. well. Oh, well. Look at the snow. Like, And, and again, you get the students involved. Sorry, Ann Arbor. The student, yeah. the student on, athlete yeah. moniker, Josh, fits in <laughs> when they want it to fit in, right? They, they, they roll out, oh, they're student athletes when, when they want to scam them out of money. But when you're talking about playing these games on college campuses, how about the students that go to these games? How about the students that go to the colleges? Now they can go to the games. Oh, then we can bus them across the country like a couple buses and then put oh, them in a on, put them in a yeah. in a section you can't see. Right, in a section you can't see <laughs> and, and, and a hotel that has bed bugs and fleas yeah. and you know, no. And you're close. You're close to getting this right. You're real close to getting this right. Yeah. I would just love the home games. I just, I, I'm just thinking in my mind now. You said, "Oh, it's snowing in Columbus." Now I've got the picture of the horseshoe. It's snowing. The crowd's going wild. Student section's drunk. Their shirts are off. I mean, like it's perfect. Give me, uh, give me LSU in the current playoff in a neutral site, or playing there in a night. Or game. playing in Baton Rouge at night. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? A lot of gumbo and jambalaya, right? Yeah, maybe some mulligatawny. Clemson. Oh, my gosh. Give me a night game at Clemson rather than, oh, these two teams are going to meet at Ford Field. Right. Uh, Who cares? Right. Play on campuses as much as you can. I'll give you the I'll give you the semis in the final. Yeah, give me give me the quarter. See, I just I just want the championship game from yeah. the six two zero. They'll put the students up with Jordan Love's mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's what they'll do. Yeah, maybe and there's the, the student section way up there. Way up there. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.